So what has been the most common problem that I've seen small to medium businesses face? Believe it or not, it hasn't been sales. I mean, sales is not usually the most common problem in a business. They all have their markets. They all have their clients. They all have great products or services that they're selling. And I've even seen many small businesses or even medium businesses that generate around $1 million, $2 million, and or even $3 million in yearly revenue. So what is it? If they have sales, I mean, a company that has $3 million in yearly revenue surely must have cash. Well, guess again. That is the biggest problem. Cash or liquidity is the biggest problem. They don't have it. They don't know where it went. And instead of focusing on how to manage your cash, in this episode, I want to focus on another problem. Since they don't have cash, they most often recur to debt. And they most often recur to expensive debt, such as credit cards, such as loan sharks or unregulated financial institutions and this most often comes with a high price or high interest rate and since they are not generating cash or enough cash and they are using expensive debt to finance all their operations then they fall into the snowball effect of always using debt to finance their operations and this shouldn't be the way but the big question is How do you get out of this? Once you're in that snowball effect, how do you get out of expensive debt? That is exactly what we are going to cover here in today's episode right after this. Welcome to episode number seven of the TFC podcast, and I am your host, Giancarlo Jimenez of the Finance Course. So, as you saw in the intro, or as you heard in the intro, today we are going to focus on how to get out of debt. So, we already established that many small businesses or even medium businesses that generate a lot of revenue on a yearly basis or even on a monthly basis, but they don't have cash to cover their operations. So they end up financing their operations with debt or more specifically expensive debt with credit cards, loan sharks, unregulated financial institutions. And this can become a snowball effect. So how do you get out of that snowball effect? Well, I'm going to tell you about um, a four-point plan. It's like a four-point action plan that you are going to take to actually get out of that debt and start financing your operations with the cash generated from your operations. So the first point of this action plan has to do with your profitability because this is where it all comes from. the profitability of your operations. I know you're selling. I know you're probably selling 
500 grand a year or less, or even a million or $3 million a year. But it does not matter even if you're selling $5 million a year and your company is not profitable, either due to a very low price or due to a very narrow margin, gross margin, or even due to the way that your company is structured regarding its expenses. So this is the first thing that we have to do. Now, the first thing to attack this profitability is to find out which products or services are priced too low relative to the market. Have you ever done a market study? Do you know if you are always above market prices or below competitor prices? You need to know this just to see if you are missing out or leaving cash on the table. Now, the second thing that you need to do is to find out how much of your gross margin are you actually producing? I mean, these products or services, you have determined your price relative to the market, which is most often determined by what you sell. But when you, ha when you are a small to medium business, you probably don't have a lot of leverage to influence the market. So you have to price yourself on regarding the market price and then restructure your company based on this. So you need to find out a way to increase your gross margin. So let's say that you have a laptop. That laptop co costs you $1,500, for example, $1,500, and you sell that laptop for $2,000. Now, let's say you can't increase the price of the laptop at which you sell to your clients. So the $2,000 is, is fixed, I'm sorry. But is there a way to find another manufacturer that can sell you the same laptop with the same quality and the same product that your clients are looking for at $1,000, for example, or $1,200, for example? This increase in margin actually generates more cash so that you can repay your debt and use or even use that extra cash to pay for your operations. So this is the first thing. Uh, find out if your prices are above, below, or at the same level as the market and find out ways to increase your gross margin. Now, after that, all what you have to do to keep attacking your profitability or increasing your profitability is figuring out which expenses can be cut. I know when times are tough, you have to make tough decisions. That is the writes the responsibility of a CEO, of a manager of a small business or a medium business. You have to make tough decisions. And those decisions can be cutting down on jobs. They can be cutting down on contracts. They can be deciding which clients are costing you too much money or which suppliers are costing you too much money. You have to look at your business in an objective way because the survival of that company, the the income, the people that are hired under that company are your responsibility. You need to find out which expenses can be cut and which are necessary to keep moving on. And every single thing that you pay, every single thing that you spend on should be related in, in a certain degree to how much income does it generate you? Okay, so moving on to the second part of the action plan. 
The next thing that you need to do is restructure your debt. Most of the small to medium companies have their debt to different credit cards, different loan sharks, different financial institutions, and all at different interest rates. What you need to do is to substitute expensive debt, that is a high interest paying debt, for a cheaper source of debt, that is a debt that, can, that has a low interest rate. Now, it is not enough to substitute expensive debt for cheaper debts. What you need to do is consolidate every single thing that you have under one debt as much as possible. And you, this will not be easy. You need to talk with every single bank that you can, with every single creditor that you can, every single person that you think might be able to give you a loan to consolidate all of your debt into one single debt at a cheaper interest rate. This can give you not only increased cash flow due to the decrease in in the in the interest rates, but it will be easier to maintain because instead of having to pay, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 interest payments a month, you will reduce it to one or two or maybe even three. So right off the bat, you will get a psychological and operational benefit from not having to deal with 10 to 15 or 20 creditors and just having to deal with one, two or three. Okay, so moving on to the third action plan point. And in this part, we move away from the profitability and we move on to cash control or cash forecasting. You need to forecast your cash flow for the next three months at a minimum. You need to know how much do you plan to spend in the next three months and how much you plan to receive in the next three months so that you can plan accordingly. You need to know if what you have coming in will be enough to cover everything that you have going out. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't cover it, then you have to find a way to finance it. And this can be even by offering incentives to your clients so that they can pay you earlier, maybe at a discount, or momentarily financing that shortage of cash through a line of credit or through a short-term loan. So forecasting your cash flow for the next three months. And finally, what you have to do is to find out ways to take back control of your cash cycle. And this is not easy because as a small to medium business, you don't usually have that much leverage on clients or even suppliers, but you may have more leverage on how much inventory you purchase. Instead of purchasing inventory for the next three months, then why not reducing it to two months or maybe one month? This increase in cash flow can be geared towards paying back your debt or even paying your operations, which could be payroll, telephone expenses, or even purchasing more and more inventory than using debt. Now with clients, it's a bit trickier because usually as small to medium businesses, you don't have a lot of leverage over them. So if you have a big client, then maybe you have to do or finance your operations based on the credit policies that they have. But you can influence the policies that you have towards smaller clients, maybe smaller clients that you have leverage on and that can only go to you to purchase your product or service. And 
if you don't have even this last possibility, then you can offer incentives. You can offer discounts, you can offer or any other ways so that you so that clients feel motivated to actually pay you either at cash or either 10 to 15 days after the transaction has passed. And what about suppliers? When it comes to suppliers, you have to look for ways to always ask for more credit. Either that be in a in amount or either that be in days of credit. Don't be afraid to ask for more credit from your suppliers. Ask for $100,000 in credit and receive only 50. But if you ask for 50 and get 25, then you get 75 less than what you asked for. And regarding days of credit, every single six months or every single free trimester or every single year, send or contact your suppliers Tell them about your business, how it has evolved, and ask for more credit, either by more days of credit or either by a higher amount of credit. The bottom line here would be to try to figure out ways to have more cash at hand, either by receiving more from your clients faster or by purchasing less inventory or increasing your rotation of your inventory, and try to find out ways to pay on a longer period of time to your suppliers. This is basically the cash cycle, which we can cover in a future episode. Okay, so those are the four points. Let's just summarize them again very quickly. The first thing that you need to do is to find out if your profitability is correct. And you can do this by reviewing your products or your services prices relative to the market by reviewing if the margins on those products or services are correct or if there's room for improvement, and by reviewing which expenses can be cut and which expenses you can't live without. The next step is to talk with several banks to restructure your debt. The goal here would be to substitute expensive debt for cheaper debt, which is high interest versus lower interest debt, while consolidating them whenever possible. The third step would be to forecast your cash flow for the next three months at a minimum, because you need to know how much you, sp you plan to spend on those months and how much, how much you plan to receive on, the, on those next three months. And finally, strap your cash. Found, find out ways that you can receive cash quicker from your clients that you can rotate your inventory faster or purchase less inventory and find out ways to pay your suppliers at a later date than you can now. All of this will generate extra cash that you can use to finance your operations without debt and actually pay back your debt. A word of caution, this will not be overnight. Depending on the level of debt, depending on the level of cash that you generate from these action plans, this will take from around six months to two years. But the goal here is to be consistent, is to find out now what you can do to increase your cash flow and be consistent with that plan. Always have on the horizon that you can pay back your debt because it is possible. Small companies have done it have done it, medium companies have done it, bigger companies have done it. There is no clue. 
you have to restructure your debt. You have to restructure your company any way possible so that you can generate more cash flow and get out of debt. And just like that, we wrap up today's episode. Now, don't forget to log on to thefinancecourse.com where you will be able to look at all the programs and courses that we have available to you. We have a five-month coaching program. We have paid online courses. And we also have a free online course regarding financial statements and financial ratios where you will also receive a downloadable PDF reference sheet about financial ratios. Now, in thefinancecourse.com, you, you will also find the link to the podcast episodes uh, you can also go to thefinancecourse.com slash TFC podcast slash episode seven, where you will be able to view the show notes to today's episode and actually look at the call to action or this or this episode's action plan and take a look at all the questions in case you need some reference. And please feel free to contact us if you have any suggestions, any doubts, any feedback about the podcast or the finance course in general. You can go to thefinancecourse.com slash contact and you can write us in the contact form that you will find in there. And before we go, please share this episode, share this podcast with anyone that you think might benefit from this so that we together can help every small business owner and manager control their business without losing your mind. And having said that, this is Giancarlo Jimenez signing off. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you very much, guys.